Welcome to the Money Insights Podcast, where high income earners come to learn wealth building strategies that will take them from high income to high net worth. With your hosts, financial and wealth building experts, Christian Allen and Rod Zabriskie. Welcome into another episode of the Money Insights Podcast, the alternative wealth building podcast for high income earners. I'm Christian Allen. With me, as always, Rodney the Pod Zabriskie. Rod, what's up, man? Hey, I'm doing great. How are you? I am good. I just got off of a sick week. Yeah, it was rough. And, but I'm feeling like a million bucks again. You know what I noticed, Rod? And this is probably everybody, but I noticed that I really appreciate when I feel healthy after I've been sick. Yeah. Man, just, just feels so much better. Anyway, so I'm feeling great. Excited to be back. Um, and I'm ready to rock today. Sweet. You? I'm ready. Yeah. The podcast title is this, Rod. It's, is this really what we're up against? Yeah. Okay. Okay. So the question is, what does that even mean? Well, I was doing some prep for something totally different. I think it was for a, a talk we're doing in Vegas in a couple of weeks, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. I was doing some prep for that. I was watching some videos. I was Googling some things. I was, I was working on what I thought would make for this dynamic presentation. And as I was doing it, Rod, I stumbled into, well, one in specific. I I stumbled into a financial plan and it was basically their version of how to create financial independence as quickly as possible. And I don't know what caught me. I just, I saw the visual and so I had to watch the video. Okay. So in just a second, we're going to bring up, I'm actually going to, we're actually going to bring up the, graphic that I saw um, and talk through their plan. But what it did is it just kind of created this intrigue for me. I was like, I was like, really? I I actually said to myself, is this really what we're up against? Like, do Mm -hmm. people really think that this is the way to accomplish it? And I know people are like, well, what's the way to accomplish? We're going to get there. Um, But then I decided to take it a step further and I was like, what are, like, let's get into this. So I started Googling, what are the best plans to achieve financial freedom as quickly as possible? And Rod, I was just floored by all of the amazing content that we came up with. From it. <laughs> and so today, what we're going to do, just for fun, I just thought it would be a fun time. Maybe we'll compare and contrast the philosophy of maybe some of the voices. Some of them are quote unquote gurus. Some of them are maybe a little less well known, Mm -hmm. but it's voices out there who are trying to teach people about how to accomplish these financial goals. And again, they're specifically saying, how do I achieve financial freedom more quickly than I would if I just followed the traditional path, right? Yep. Okay. So Rod, with that being the case, I want to get into the first one and I want to put the visual up there. So visual number one, Rod, this is from... Our friends at, what can I remember the name, Rod? Who's Personal our, who's Finance our Club. Personal Finance Club. Okay, this is great. So this is really what got me excited about this concept. The two-step plan to retire in only 12 years, Rod. And this is this is brilliant. It's sounding Number fantastic one, already. I know. It's only two steps. So I'm like really excited about that. But this is easy. All I have to do is live on... of my post-tax income. Okay, so that's a good step. So I want to just do some math for a second um, because I'm going to invest the remaining 54% into none other than index funds, okay? But the good news is, Rod, if I just do this for 12 years and I get an exactly 7% year after year, 
for those 12 years, I'll be ready to roll. I'll have, I'll have achieved what they are qualifying as financial independence, which is basically 25 times your income, which again, yeah. we'll get into that here in a second. Yeah. But let's just do some math for a second because I think this is good. So let's say that I'm a 200, 200, let's just, let's go $250,000 earner. Okay. okay? I'm, I make my 250,000 bucks. Well, he won't, we're going post-tax. So the average W-2 earners probably hit taken, let's just call it a third of that. So 80 grand out the window. We're now down to a buck 70, right? Yep. Or is it a buck 60? I can't remember. I can't do my math. Yeah. A, buck, a buck 70. I got it right. Yep. Okay. So we're down to a buck 70. And now if we take 50% of that, I'm not going to get exact and go to 46. We get 50% of that rod. And now we're, we're at like, $85,000 of income, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. If you live in the Midwest and like the price of housing is like next to nothing, then this like can really work. This could work, right? It's like a reasonable potential way of doing it. Maybe, maybe yeah. again, like, like you would have to have extremely low housing costs mm -hmm. and then, you know, basically scrimp everywhere else and you might be able to pull this out. But here's the deal. I was thinking about this. If you live in California, if you live in New York, really any of the more the coastal expensive states, mm -hmm. there is no way that this is even remotely possible to do. Here's my point. Even though it's like theoretically possible, it's absolutely ridiculous. Like it's just ridiculous. If this is your plan, you should be fired. I'm firing the personal <laughs> finance club from giving any type of advice on how to achieve financial independence. That's all I'm saying. Okay. Okay. Can I, can I pick on one other thing? Oh, please. Yeah. And it's just the oversimplification of like that this, and let's take into index funds, right? As an example, where they're saying, Hey, you just investing in index funds, you earn 7% over 12 years and you're there. Like, it's just, it's obvious it's going to happen for you. And easy peasy, Rod. Easy peasy. You get the 25X on your annual cost of living because annual cost of living doesn't ever go up. And right. <laughs> and you choose the, the, the thing I have to give to them is they're choosing index funds because you don't have the fees. Because if you're investing in mutual funds and other things like that, you have a broker out there that's working for you and you get the 7%, but you don't actually take 7% home. Right. So they're saying, don't do that. Go invest where you don't have the fees, low cost index funds, get your 7%. Okay, Rod. And it gets, this whole thing gets worse. Okay. So we're going to live on their 46%. We're going to, going to invest our 54% for 12 years. That's going to create our 25X, our 25X of our income, right? Yeah. Unfortunately, as I watched the video, I quickly realized that that actually isn't going to work because he also suggested that if you're going to be in a longer retirement, like if you're retiring early, mm -hmm. that your withdrawal rate should actually be more like three or 3.5. So the math, oh. their math actually doesn't work because guess what? All of that is based on a good friend that we know as the 4% rule, yeah. which has been blown up for like 25 years. Uh -huh. <laughs> as long as I've been in this business, people have been talking about how ridiculous it is to the ideas of planning around the 4% rule. And yet Rod, here we have it still people doing it. Uh, he's trying in this case, it's actually a three and a half percent, three, three and a half percent rule. Mm -hmm. But still the point is, is it doesn't work. Okay. Um, 
There's another element that I want to hit on, Rod. Okay. And really, there's a few of them. So we want to see how these plans, and we're going to go through a few. So the Personal Finance Club is not the only one that's going to get fired today. Uh-huh. <laughs> Beyond the Personal Finance Club, we're going to talk about what Dave Ramsey has to say. We're mm-hmm. going to talk about Nerd Wallet, uh, maybe Motley Fool. Who, who knows? We'll get into a few of these, right? And then a few just kind of random ones that I thought were fun and interesting. Um, but what we're going to do is we have to compare them against our own philosophy, yeah, which is the invest with benefits philosophy. Okay, so six elements, right? Six core benefits, I should say, inside the invest with benefits philosophy. Leverage velocity cash flow. How many? How many of those first three are being utilized in this two-step plan? Well, certainly not leverage. Um, I mean, velocity. Doesn't because sound like a lot of velocity happening to me, Rod. They might say it sounds like you push your money and you set it there. <laughs> yeah, they might say you're reinvesting your gains and okay, okay. So there's some that, velocity there. Little, yeah, a little different. Um, okay, okay. So where? How about tax optimization? What do you? How do you feel about tax optimization in this plan? Yeah, it it doesn't exist. They're like, when we're going to get into some really sophisticated tax optimization plans <laughs> here later, right? But this one, they don't even mention tax optimization. Like you said, overly simplified. I just thought it was funny. Like, if I'm being totally honest, like yeah. everybody looking at this, everyone that's listening to our podcast that's listening to this is thinking, okay, that's just kind of ridiculous. Like, that's uh-huh. not how you get there. And we have, we have a unique... Um, What's the right word? A unique uh, uh, view. What's the word? Perspective. Perspective. Thank you. We have a unique perspective, Rod, because we literally have, I don't know, maybe 12 to 1,500-ish clients who actually live like this, either are or close to financial independence. Mm -hmm. Like they already are living that. And so from firsthand experience, it's hard to look at this and not just be like, that is complete jackassery because that's not how people do it. Mm-hmm. It's just not. That's not how people do it. Okay. Okay. I don't want to beat up on this one for too long, Rod. I want to move to Nerd Wallet. Okay. okay. Nerd Wallet. Um, I actually watched a video from Nerd Wallet. So we're, I'm just going to talk through their five step plan. And then what I want from you, Rod, is to give your assessment on how well Nerd Wallet's plan stacks up to the invest with benefits philosophy. Okay. You think you can do that for us? Yep. I'm ready. Okay. Number one, save more. Number two, this one's good. Know your number. Yeah. <laughs> I think ING. We know where the they're going. Yeah. Number. Yeah. We orange, know where they're going. 1.23 million and I'm set for life. Yeah. Uh, next one, Rod, allocate accordingly. Okay, good. I, I don't even know what that means, but allocate accordingly. Number four, understand withdrawal rules. Okay, we're getting back up to our 3.5% withdrawal rate, yep. 4% rule. And finally, number five, and this one's my favorite. If you want to if you wanna retire 10 years or oh, I should clarify, Rob, this is Nerd Wallets. This isn't their fire. This is their how to just shave off 10 years. So, so okay. now let's say you're retiring at 55, 50, 55 instead of 60, 65, right? Okay. Yep. Number five, Rod, my favorite. Consider part-time work in retirement. Okay, that's it. <laughs> so, so if you want to retire early, consider working longer. That's the retired. plan yeah. when you're retired. 
Brilliant. Okay, sorry. I just I read that. And I was like, I, I don't know. I don't know if it's just me that feels like that's ironic, but that's where I'm at. Okay, Rod, how does that stack up with the invest with benefits philosophy? Well, uh, let's start with the know your number part because that says that yeah. basically paints I love the picture. Know your number because it tells you where you're going because they're going off of the nest egg plan rather than the cash flow plan. Okay, so what is the with, nest egg plan versus a cash flow plan? Yeah, the nest egg plan is if you build up enough, large enough of a nest egg, you can mm-hmm. retire and live off of it and know you're not going to run out of money. You created okay. your retirement by saving up enough money. You've got $2 million in mutual funds and that's going to sustain you for life yep. in conjunction with your social security, assuming the market performs reasonably well. Yeah. And, and that fits in with the rest of the, of the points, right? Allocate accordingly. It very much fits rules, to it. All of it is this nest egg. Whereas the invest with benefits is all built around the cash flow model or the, the it's, it's passive income It's built around model. like actually creating wealth, Rod, because <laughs> that's what happens. This is like, and, and maybe this is the big differentiator, right? These plans are basically to like, and we're, again, we're going to get into a few of them, but most of these plans are, are basically ways to like scrimp and like, just try to get there. Yeah. But they're not like how you actually build wealth, right? Right. There is not a single, not a single plan that I have here um, that suggested to invest in anything other than mutual funds of some shape, yeah, shape index size, fund, and color. Yeah, the, yeah. Index fund. Yeah, that, that's what it was. Um, and to me, I'm like, this is incredible. Like, it tells me that those people aren't actually seeing what's happening out there in the world. Because guess what, Rod? We've been on both sides of this. Mm-hmm. We've been on the side in the traditional space. Like, I was securities licensed for more than a decade. And I'm telling you, we're meeting with people and trying to create plans in this model. And it is by and large a failure. There are people who do it, right? But it's like, it's sad because it's the exception rather than the rule. And what's happened is we made it the like the go-to plan, even mm-hmm. though it's a failing model. Like, like we kind of know it. it's a failing model, but it's almost like people don't know where they can go or what to do. So they just keep keep regurgitating the same model that isn't working. And then we're producing the very same result over and over again. It's, it's remarkable. And And it's why we have poverty in America. Can I point out uh, a little extreme, but you get it. (laughs) One of the reasons why it, it fails. That's not the reason for poverty in America. I should be (laughs) <laughs> so, yeah, there's I, a lot of reasons that that poverty exists that don't and it's not and poverty is not funny either i want to make that really clear okay um okay okay sorry good sorry Rod. i had to, no, had no. to clarify yeah, so the one of the reasons why it, it struggles so much is that it has so many variables that they're solving for that are easy to plug into a, a, a formula so the one we had just a minute ago the he was just he was just doing the math if you save this much and you put it in, you earn 7% and you get to the 25 X, then it's it. That's all you need to know. Just plug in those numbers to your formula. Okay. And you're except, good. except he missed one rod. He then said that, you know, if you're going to retire earlier than 65, you need to go lower than 4%. So guess yeah. what? You better save more like 30X instead of 20. I'm just saying, if you want to be safe, that's, that's the way to do it. Yeah. And that, 
I think that thank you that highlights the prob the point is the problem is you think you just take those variables and you plug it in and you're good. Like you know the answer to all of the all of your needs by saying, I have this much time, I'm going to earn this much in my investments. Therefore, my my nest egg gets to be this big and I'm ready. Okay, here's the thing I've experienced, Rod. Um, things always go according to the way that I planned them uh-huh. throughout my life. <laughs> always. It's been almost like to the T. I made I made a sketch of my life years and years ago, <laughs> and it has gone almost exactly the way I put, put it out. Now, yeah. Obviously, I'm being sarcastic, but that's 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 part of it, right? You're planning on these these um, variables that are like unplanable, right? At yeah. least at, at least in the way that they're trying to. Like, yeah, I can I can create, I can get ideas, I can create estimates. I can get a you know a general sense of that, mm-hmm. but I don't know it. So like planning around a broken idea, planning around variables that I can't possibly know yeah. all the answers to, seems like a bad idea. Yeah, I'm just saying. I'm and, just saying. And the, it also ignores variables that that are very important as well. Like what's inflation going to be? How long am I going to live? Oh, how yeah. sick am I going to get? Important. Right. I mean, that there's yeah, just am I going to need are, money for these things? And yeah. do I have children who are going to potentially rely on me for support? Like there's just, yeah, but here's the good news. Variables. Oh, here's good. The good news. There's good news. Okay. They built a contingency plan into this one. Perfect. Consider part-time work. <laughs> That's it. Part-time work is the That'll answer. So, so, okay. I do. I can appreciate that. They're like, Hey, do this, this, and this. If that doesn't work, just keep working. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's the way to retire early. Okay, Rod, that was good. Nerd Wallet, thank you for your wisdom. Rod, let's talk, let's go to Finance Superhero, because they've okay. got a simple plan. It's simple. And I'm very excited about it. It's it is simple. We'll we'll talk about it. Okay, bring it up here. Okay. Simple plan coming up, Rod today if it comes up okay good this is easy right yeah I it's, simple. Say it's simple it's not yep. easy it's simple achieving financial dependent wow let's try that again achieving financial de- independence can I, why can i not say that word third time achieving financial independence is s-i-m-p-l-e simple rod all you have to do is start soon invest in what low fee what investing funds. in rest Low fee funds. <laughs> Good advice. Uh, make sure you manage risk wisely. That that seems smart. Oh, here's a good one, Rod. Practice stealth well. Okay, what's stealth well? Rod? I don't know. I don't know. Okay, okay. Well, maybe I should have done a little more digging on this one. But either way, we'll we'll put this one on the maybe. Like maybe stealth wealth and like engages all of the core principles that we believe in, and we just don't yeah. know it. Yeah. Um, but. So we'll give them the benefit of the doubt. Rod, we have the first uh, the first word that goes into our six benefits. Fortune's not quite the way we were thinking, but it is leverage, not your money, Rod, leverage your strengths. Okay. Okay. I Which mean, by the way is great. We talk about that all the time. Think about think about when we talk about like building a business, right? In that situation, yeah. you can leverage your strengths, and that's absolutely a way to achieve greater financial um fortunes, whatever you want to say. Okay. However, however, can I just say, if we're talking about money specifically, I would encourage you to use 
leverage with your actual money. I'm just yeah. saying. And I'm and here's the good news. We have thousands of examples of people that we've actually talked to who have done that and literally achieved it. So it's yeah. So anyway, it is pretty simple. And then finally, Rod, just enjoy each step of the way. Okay. So how does the simple plan um, stack up against the invest with benefits philosophy? Okay. Uh, so the challenge with this one is, is that it's not specific enough. So for example, could you take these principles and apply them in an alternative investing strategy where you're working to create passive income that can replace your working income and like use this, these principles here to do it. I think so. I think so. Okay. But they, but, but he does tell you specifically where to invest in this yeah, situation. That's, that's kind of where it starts to fall apart. He's saying invest in low fee funds and maybe low fee funds includes uh, debt funds and, and uh, real estate equity funds <laughs> and ATM Chances funds. Chances are it doesn't. Chances are it doesn't. <laughs> but here's does. the thing, and and the reason I think why I'm I'm just kind of tongue in cheek a little bit is low fees doesn't necessarily mean large returns. In fact, in a lot of cases, it means ho hum returns. <laughs> Thank you. That's a great point, Rod. We did, and this is this is all over inside these plans. It's always mm-hmm. about low cost index funds. Like, and can yeah. I just tell you low cost index funds are better than high cost index funds. So yeah. we'll go with you on that. Yeah. Having said that, the idea that the cost of the advice that you're giving, that you're being given or the cost of the investment is like, should be the primary driver of a decision is absolutely absurd. And again, mm-hmm. if you want to invest like the wealthy, well, Think about the types of things that we typically see them investing in. We've talked about on the podcast things like hedge funds as an example, Mm -hmm. right? Hedge funds are loaded with fees, loaded with fees, right? But guess what? If my hedge fund manager has an incredible track record of producing significant returns above and beyond the fees, then why would I worry about the fee if I'm, it's just, it's just like you're robbing Peter to pay Paul in that mm-hmm. situation. Right. I don't know if yep. that's the right saying, but you get my point. Yep. It's just a stupid, you know, stupid way to think about it. Okay. So I was trying, I was really trying hard to put it into, to, to shoehorn it into the investment benefits, but, but you're right. They're just some key flaws there that just, it's just not quite lining up. <laughs> okay. The only, the only, uh, element out there that we might be missing rod is the stealth wealth thing there's enough there's enough ambiguity around that 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 could um engage all of our six core benefits but at least at at face value this is also finance superhero you are also fired it's unfortunate now i fire okay did i fire nerd wallet i should have if i didn't I don't think Nerd you've realized you're fired it, but... too. Okay. Okay. Nerd wallet's officially fired. Okay, Rod, we're going to move We're only going to do a couple more of these, but next I want to talk about Wealthfront. This was a, this was a video I watched right as I was kind of getting into this as well. It was the second video I watched. Okay. And I thought it was great. And I, I like these ones that are, that aren't like 15, 18 steps. Now those ones are a little bit more specific, but they're almost like more ambiguous the longer they get. It's really mm-hmm. bizarro. So mm-hmm. may, I could give you an example. Dave Ramsey has his 15. 
And and once you kind of like get start going through all of them, they they almost start to like like battle up against one another. Okay. It's kind of a weird dynamic. Yeah. Okay, but I like these simple ones. Number five, Rod, or sorry, one through five are steps from Wealthfront. Figure out how much money you need to achieve your financial goals. So we're back to know your number. Okay. okay. Yep. So know your number. Next, Rod, this is good. Assess your current situation. Okay. So we know want to you know are. what we have to know exactly the number of dollars we need in order to retire in the future. Mm-hmm. So that's easy. We got that. Um, number two, we this is good. I do think you should probably assess your current situation. Step three, Rod, just pay off all debt. Pay off debt. Any and every debt gone. If you have a house, if you have a, a investment property, any of those things, just pay off debts altogether. Yeah, pretty easy. Um, simple. Number four, reduce spending. And finally, Rod, step five, increase your income. Okay. Okay, so here's the good news. I actually do think some of these fit inside of our investment. They're just so vague that you would have no idea how to actually do it. It's like, mm-hmm. okay, go ahead and increase your income. Well, how am I going to do that? Well, I yeah. have some ideas. And to be fair, like maybe if I got into more detail with them, they would they would have gone through this with me. But but based on the plan that I saw, Rod, all it was was reduce spending, pay off debt, increase income, assess current situation, and know your number. Mm-hmm. Okay. Nest egg. Nest egg. Any, any thoughts on this or did we already just beat this whole idea to death? Do we need to just, do we just skip over it? Yeah. I mean, they're, what's interesting on this one is that they aren't giving you like the assumptions on how much you're going to earn in your investing or like you said, how you're going to increase the income. They're just, you know, throwing out there. Hey, do it. So I feel bad, Rod. I, I've done wealth front and injustice. Okay. I kept, I kept telling you it was a five, a five step plan. Okay. It's actually a six step plan. Oh, I apologize. Okay. I missed six. the six step. This is going to bring things together. Here's what you're going to do. Number six, invest. It's actually invest, invest, invest. But okay. here's the good news. They were, they were good enough to be specific about how, what, where to invest. Here's okay. where you should do it. Specifically, you should invest in the stock market. And then they started to list out the several reasons why. I might have hit on this with you on the last podcast briefly, yeah. Rod, but I get into this video and the first reason, I, I almost had to like turn it off at that point. But the first <laughs> reason that he said you should be investing in the stock market, and again, I, I invest in the stock market, mm-hmm. but you know mm-hmm. why I don't invest in the stock market? For the tax benefits. Because <laughs> guess what? There's not a lot of them. Yeah. But that's the number one reason that he suggested you need to be investing in the stock market. And it made me like step back and realize like, I'm pretty sure most of these people like don't have a clue, like not mm. a clue. Okay. I do think Dave Ramsey has a clue. He's just like pandering to his, his massive audience. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, it's like most people, I know this is kind of sad to say, but most people are more getting by. They're like struggling to get by. And so it's yeah. like, you've got to create messaging that fits in line with that phase of life and so i do get that 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 element exists kind of speaking to the masses like we oftentimes say Mm -hmm. but the problem is is that it's also like it's not it's not giving people reality one or any type of hope and the sad thing is is that both of those things could exist there are some very 
literally very simple things that people could do differently that would have an unbelievable and massive impact on their financial lives. And instead, they're busy putting all their money at when they're 22 years old, they're they're busy stocking up money in their 401ks, mm-hmm. money that they're going to have to pay a higher tax rate on than the 15% rate that they're currently in. Yeah. But that's the advice that's out there, Rod, and it just gets me all fired up. Uh, okay. I want to finish with our good friend, Dave Ramsey. Okay. Because I feel like it wouldn't be right if we didn't. He's kind of the king of the the bad gurus. So uh-huh. let's... Uh, Let's throw up on our screen Dave Ramsey's plan, right? Yeah, the seven baby steps. Okay, so he actually has two plans. He's got his 15-step plan, but that one was just like too much. So we went we went with the seven baby steps to what, Rod? To becoming a millionaire, okay? And good news, if you become a millionaire, you're set, right? Yeah, yeah. You're set and for I, life. And I like... I like the the wording here. It's not a fairy tale. It works every single time. <laughs> I love that. That is great. Can I just tell you, uh, when I became a millionaire, Rod, I thought to myself, this is it. I've made it. I no longer have to work. I don't have to worry about money. It's all, it's all you know, smooth sailing from here. Good job. Okay. Here we go. Number one, Rod, step one. This is good. Save how much money? $1,000. $1,000 in your emergency fund. Okay, good. That's, this is, that is the baby step. I'll give him that. Yeah, getting started. <laughs> to become a millionaire. That's a baby. Okay, number two, pay off all debt. Okay, wait, wait. Rod, I see something in parentheses there that is quite unexpected. He says pay off all debt. Except the house. Has Dave changed his tune? No. He was but- telling us no house, no house debts. <laughs> yeah, we'll get there. We'll get there. Just wait. Oh, okay. Just okay, wait. okay. But okay, he's saying debts, step two is is that you want to eliminate all the debt, but it's okay if you if you move to oh, step okay. three. This is, this is like if you had a house already, right? Like if you well, already yeah. have a house, eliminate all the debts except your house. That's a little bit reason- more yeah, but so reasonable. You can move to step three if you've eliminated all of the debt, but you could still have a mortgage, okay. but you've eliminated all the other debt. Now you can okay. move to step three. Okay, perfect. Step three is now we're save instead of saving $1,000, we're going to step things up and we're going to save three to six months of expenses yep. in a fully funded emergency fund. So no, no longer are we relying on the baby- Step number one, the thousand dollars we get, we we've got some real, we got some real yeah. cash in the bank now. Yeah. Okay, good. Um, I feel like you're. I mean, we're on step four, and I feel like we're about halfway to becoming a millionaire so far. Thank yeah, you. At least, at least. Okay, step four: in uh, invest fifteen percent of your household income in retirement accounts. Yep. We've talked about that. And it doesn't matter the age or circumstance. Just invest in retirement accounts. It's always the way to go. Take you to the promised land. Yeah. Step five, save for your children's college fund. Okay. Can I just ask this, Rod? How does saving for your kid's college fund help you achieve financial freedom and independence? I mean, like it kind of does. But like it's, it's money that you're planning on spending not using for yourself. 
I guess, I guess if you consider like making sure that you've paid for your college, your kids' college educations, part of like the duty of parents, mm-hmm. then I can see this. I personally, if I'm talking to somebody and they're, and they're needing baby steps, I'm probably not going to focus too much on the college fund until we've got some of like, until we actually have like made sure that they can live like a happy, comfortable life. I'm just, I'm just saying, that's just me. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's fair. I think your uh, assumption is correct that, that they're saying you're going to pay for your kids fund. That's that's or for your kids college. That's a yeah, given. Okay. Therefore plan ahead. Okay, good. Step number six, Rod, pay off your home early. Hey, there okay, it is. so Dave's like, Dave's like, okay, <laughs> if you already had a house, I get it. I get it. Um, you're paying three and a half percent interest on your mortgage. Um, maybe initially we don't need to pay that thing off. But once we get going, once we've got a baseline, that's when we really start to accelerate. The- now, I will say this, Rod. I do believe that there are situations where it makes sense and it can be valuable to save off, to save and pay off house, pay off debts, especially if you're doing it efficiently. That's why we talk about um, Adam Carroll's shred method, because the idea is that you're, you're turning it into a shred and invest model. Mm -hmm. You're shredding debt and ideally you're shredding bad debts to then invest, which by the way, could mean utilizing debt again. Right? right. In order right. to invest. Conservative so, leverage. Conservative leverage is the key. Yeah. Okay. Um, and number seven, Rod, build wealth and give. So here's the question I have for you before we okay. close up today's show. Do you feel like if you were to do these seven baby steps, we'll say two with exactness. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like by the time you did all seven of those things, you would be a millionaire every single time without fail. Yeah. It's not a fairy tale. I, I have a feeling that there are a lot of gaps that need to be filled in here because I, I have mean, a feeling that there's seven. a lot of people who do this that have like a net worth of like $45,000. Yeah. Cause you're okay, right. Maybe you, could... you, maybe you can't pay off your house and still have that. But like, aside yeah. from that, you could be like broke and have done all of these seven baby steps. Well, maybe it just takes so long to pay off your home that and, and inflation is helping you out to get you to that million level. So by the time you pay it off. Paying was, off the home, man. I just have so much. That just like pains my soul. Right <laughs> now. Again, there are situations where it can be reasonable. I don't I even hesitate to say like make sense. Like, OK, if you're paying 10 or 12% on your mortgage, then yeah, you probably don't want to have a mortgage, right? Yeah. But if you're paying three or 4%, now I know the interest rates are, are higher than that today, yeah. but most people are stuck in, I say stuck, because a lot of times it's stuck, but most people are in properties in homes that have really low interest rates associated with them. And yeah. so the idea that you're going to um, pay that off early and figure out how to be more efficient with money is just kind of ludicrous, right? Like yeah. you you have the built-in efficiency literally sitting there in front of your, like right at your fingertips and you're kind of throwing it away. So oh, I, I hear that paying up. And what's even worse, Rod, man, this really pains my soul. When Dave or anybody else says that you should 
that you should buy your first home in cash. Mm -hmm. I just, it just like makes me like a little bit queasy uh uh, because I think about how much wealth an individual would have not been able to accumulate over the last 10, 20 years had they had Mm -hmm. followed that advice. Like, like I would love to do that. I want to be like, okay, let's, let's like gather up the Dave Ramseyites and figure out, okay, who has followed Dave's plan over the last 20 years and not purchased a first time home and who has, and then let's do like a comparison and see who's, here's the thing they could, the person, the person who purchased the house could have done none of these other steps. Yeah. And still been ahead. Yep. And still might even be, and already might be the millionaire, right? Because the, of the, just because of of the the appreciation of the house. Like it's insane. It's insane. Okay. Um, Rod, this has been fun. I thought it was fun. I know that I got a little fired up, so I enjoyed it. Well, Um, and and I need to hear you say the words though, because you didn't fire Dave yet. So, Oh gosh, you're right. If there's anybody that needs to be fired, we've got to fire the head of the snake. And that is our man, DR, Dave Ramsey. You are fired. Well, this episode has been tons of fun. I think... I think I've left more edified than I thought I would be, if I'm being totally Good. honest. Man, so success. from that standpoint, I'm, I'm pretty excited. Um, here's my closing message, Rod. If you're going to invest, and I know most of you are, make sure to invest with benefits. And we'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to the Money Insights Podcast. To learn more about the financial and business strategies discussed in this show, please visit moneyinsights.net. The views and opinions expressed on the Money Insights podcast are not intended to be individual financial, tax, or legal advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making financial decisions. And if you're enjoying the show, please feel free to rate, subscribe, and leave a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. This will help others find the show and learn wealth-building strategies for themselves. Thanks again for tuning in, and we'll catch you in the next episode.